Welcome back to the Like a Bigfoot podcast. I'm your host, Chris Ward, and this is the episode no one was asking for except me, and I am so excited for this. Um, a few, uh, Like a year ago or so, we did Travis Steffen's Ultimate Guide to Sports Films, in which me and my friend Travis and my friend Brandon sat down and we talked all about sports movies for about two hours and today is the spiritual sequel travis stephan's ultimate guide to adventure movies um and as (laughs) in the spirit of sequels it does not live up to the original um so lower your expectations everybody like immediately um but I'm so excited for it. I was anticipating this uh, ever since we recorded the very the first one. I was like, man, what could we do next? Like, what's another thing that's like kind of in line with with the things we've talked about on the podcast? And also would just give me and these two guys like an excuse just to talk about movies for a while. Um, and that's what this is. So uh, really excited for you all to tune in t- today. And just like the original one, I have put together a whole bunch of categories for these guys to talk about. Um, and you'll we'll get into them. Everything from like plane crash survival movie to uh, would Travis Steffen jump into a bog of leeches? All sorts of fun stuff. Ultimately culminating in Travis Steffen's ultimate adventure movie, which was... <laughs> I love the guy. I love the guy so much. He's been one of my best friends since high school. And uh, his pick is total Travis Steffen style. Just doing what he wants. That's what the guy's always done, you know? Like, I'm like, hey, Travis, here's some parameters to choose from. And he's like, cool, cool, cool. Thanks for the parameters. I'm just going to do whatever I want, which is why I love the guy. Um, But, yeah, let's get into it, though. This is a long time coming. This is the Travis Steffen's ultimate guide to adventure films. And this is an episode solely for my entertainment. So I hope you all <laughs> you all enjoy. Feel free to turn it off after five minutes. Let's go. I am very excited today. Uh, this is a podcast that's like, at least a year in the making at this point, because I'm pretty sure I've been text like I texted you like a year ago. And then at one point we were going to prank Travis Steffen on the podcast. And then you double crossed me, Brandon. <laughs> I completely forgot about that. <laughs> we were going to call him. We were, we called him like 20 minutes before the Super Bowl was going to start. And we were going to be like, Hey man, it's time. To- we're doing the podcast today. Right and just see what he said. And but what, you, what did you do, Travis? I can't remember what you said. I So I had recently had surgery on And so I had talked to Brandon about the Super Bowl earlier in the day. So Brandon, using the, the Super Bowl analogy, called an audible, realizing that he knew that I knew that we had just talked about the Super Bowl, so there was no forgetting about it. And he was like, mm. all right, well, you need to now pull a double cross on Chris. <laughs> so I said, uh, I'm going to make up a story in which I, I, you're uh, back in the hospital. 
because I just gotten surgery on my male parts. That's right. <laughs> Chris, I know that you're a teacher, but you teach science and that is a scientific thing that could happen. <laughs> Didn't happen, but it could happen to okay. did, did they tell you that could happen? No, but I'm assuming there are conditions. So you're just saying I could happen. You could I would imagine that there is something that could happen that might make. I mean, that. like I've seen videos of guys who really like. Right. Like, yes. Hundred percent. Totally. Also, I'm super <laughs> glad that's not my thing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I gotta welcome you guys to the show officially. Um, okay. We have the one and only Travis Stefan. Thank you for having me. Yes, and the incredible Brandon Sweat. Anyone thank you, thank you. Happy to be here. And anyone here chewing during the podcast, it is because I have food in my mouth. He's eating. This is yeah. Where I was like, we can wait, and he's like, start it, no, start the yeah. show. And if you hear other random noises, it's because uh, my girlfriend's cats found a fly, and they're hunting a fly. And sometimes they run headfirst into the glass door to attack it. Well, you know, man, that's going to, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's going to tie into the theme of today's episode. It's the adventure film, Travis Steffen's ultimate guide to adventure films. Um, and so the cats like doing their instinctual yeah. thing. Like, and they catch him too, like all the time they catch him. That's good. You know, and I have to say Brady Manriquez was going to be here today, but we were all on our, uh, like wooden raft in the middle of the ocean and we hit a wave. And he like fell out and we just yelled and yelled and yelled. And we're like, Brady, Manrique. Brady. And it was, Brady, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Brady. I'm sorry. And he just floated right away. It was super sad. But, um, but yeah, oh, so happened. welcome. Yeah. So I have a story to kick us off. It's not Ooh. about adventure film. Let's do it. Let's hear it. Now, Brandon, <laughs> let me ask you this. Do you think Travis does stories? where he knows they're going to get edited out of the podcast just so he can here's the thing i definitely would not edit guess that, but i understand he can, guess. Yeah. He can be, go in and be like how many stories will i get edited out of the podcast today and i'm like well we'll um, start we'll start we'll start with number one is that worth editing this, out i think that's a great story <laughs> if, if you're hearing this it means chris edited my story out of the podcast because it was inappropriate <laughs> All right, let's get this thing started officially. Mm -hmm. uh, end edit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, all right, Brandon Sweat, real quick. What makes a good adventure movie, in your opinion? Ooh, what a great question. Well, there's got to be some sort of, like, really bad issue that everyone's got to solve, you know, just like a really, like, rescue mission or like a, or like a, a uh like an artifact to find you know it's like so it's either like a rescue mission where everyone's got to get to the rescue or like an artifact where it's like you got the nazis looking for it but then you got the good guys looking for you know yeah. and it depends on whose hands it falls into you know so those all are right that that makes sense but again like adventure movie as i was feeling said i realized like that's a pretty broad term that's a pretty broad term it is so. that's what i was trying to put my qualification which is basically in yeah. my in <laughs> In this podcast version of adventure movies, the qualification is it has to be either 80% of the movies outside. Yeah. Or they go camping once. If they, if they go camping at all in the movie, 
it counts as an adventure movie. Done. <laughs> Done. Travis, <laughs> he's got a, a mouthful of chicken. What a... Uh, What's an? I'm trying to stall here. He's chewing very. What fast. is an adventure movie? What do you got? What do you got? Um, I would say they're on a quest, and it's like an epic quest. Um, and they face trials and tribulations along the way. On and there's a lot path. of quests, and there's like personal growth that occurs. There's some sort of mentor that that brings the hero from really bad to saving the world or yes, Manhattan or whatever the universe and whatever. If you ask Marvel, it's a hard to, dif- it's really difficult to come back from, you know, multiverse of madness. Cause they're like, we just saved the multiverse. And then the next one, they're going to be like, we just saved the Minneapolis. Multi- multiverse <laughs> Minneapolis. <laughs> <laughs> Did you so. save St. Paul too? Yeah. They're like, nah, no. St. Paul, St. Paul's gone. Doctor Strange in the Minneapolis of Madness. Oh, that's amazing. Yep. All right, so um, just like before for our sports film, well, which Chris, by the way, Chris, yeah, what, to you, what is an adventure film? I agree with both you guys. Like, one, I was thinking the same thing. Like, it has to be like a quest or a journey. They're traveling somewhere um, for some various reason whether it's to find something or get rescued like you said or or to I save also like, somebody yeah, i like the unexpected quest where it's like oh we're going to do this but now this happened and we yeah this. well like, and yeah. and it's like they're out into the unknown and a lot of times i think the main character the ones that i really like are when the main character kind of like isn't is just like not an adventurous person in his mind but then realizes he is or she is like part way through um those are kind of my favorite ones um and just like the sports episode which was one of my favorite episodes of the podcast like hands down like that's the one i listen to like i'll actually go back and listen to because you guys make me laugh so hard um but just like that one i have a list of categories here um some of them from the email i sent you i eliminated a couple of the categories because i was like this is gonna take like three hours if we do all these categories. So so let's just jump into the categories. And then in the middle, I have a fun little game for you guys. And it's just called Travis Stefan Adventurer. Nice. Um, but the first category we're going with is called May Day. And that is the best plane crash survival movie. Uh, I've got six days, seven nights. <laughs> <laughs> okay, tell us about Six Days, uh, Seven Nights. It's Harrison Ford and Anne Heche, and uh, sure is. Uh, and they they're basically in a like a little like just four seater plane, and they crash land on this island, and now they're like stuck on this island for get this six <laughs> days and seven nights, and they run into all sorts of stuff, just like pirates, and they get captured by the pirates, and they fall in love, and all this stuff, and it's it's a it's a good one. It's it's a fun thriller for sure i had that i actually wrote that one down which is funny but i think that's more of like a romantic comedy like plane crash survival movie which is a weird kind of combo yeah. there yeah well and that's the thing with the adventures is like again it's that broad term where you can bring a lot like into it you know like it what's an adventure you know that's so, true that's so. true i can't i travis do you know do you remember this movie can you tell us the plot of the movie like what do you remember about it I very vaguely remember it. 
Um, All right, so here's the plot. It says, in the South Pacific island of Makatea, career-driven magazine editor Robin Monroe is on a week-long vacation getaway with her boyfriend, Frank Martin, played by the wonderful David Schwimmer, of course. Oh, I was going to say David Schwimmer's in it. Yep. yep. A work that. assignment in neighboring Tahiti requires Robin to hire a cargo plane piloted by the cantankerous Quinn Harris. He's always Harrison cantankerous. Ford. Always. Yep. But when a powerful storm forces Quinn to make an emergency landing on a nearby deserted island, the dissimilar pair learn to set aside their differences in order to find rescue. I once, dude, I have to say, I really love that this was the first movie mentioned on this show because people are going to instantly turn it off. They're going. <laughs> so now we have fair game of. Dude, like, I tried to go. I tried to go with ones that are like not like your typical. I gotcha. Yeah. Because I did write down another one, but I think you might pick it. So. All right. Well, I'm going to pick. I had a bunch written down. There's a bunch of these. Um, and I don't want to say them just in case Travis picks one. But uh, I picked the one that they would show us every year in elementary school. Like every single year, we would sit down. This would be like the movie they played before school started. And we would watch Hatchet. Which I was going to say. Gary Paulson Yeah, because we all read that book. Yeah. We all read the book. But dude. I was sitting there, it's like third grade, right? And it's about this kid, his plane crashes, all he has to survive is like a hatchet, hence the name. And he ends up surviving like the Canadian wilderness or something. Um, but there's a scene where he decides like three fourths of the way through the movie that he's gonna swim back into the airplane to get something. And when he does, you see the like pilot- the dead body. Right. and his eyeballs hanging out uh, in the water and connected and to this day this is why i think i'm pretty sure i think like things in, floating in the water are creepy <laughs> because they show it it's like third grade i'm like what are we seeing yeah that's mine travis what do you got i kind of um it's not centered around a plane crash but I would classify this as an adventure film. There is a very notable plane crash in the film, and there's a lot of surviving that happens in the film. Okay. Do they camp? This movie, well, kind of, yeah. <laughs> Con Air. Ah, you put the money back in the box? They crash the airplane okay. Okay. Las Vegas on the strip, <laughs> and they're very clearly trying to survive, and they do camp, obviously. Kind of. when, when do they camp? When do they I mean, camp? When, they land in that. Uh, when is Cyrus the airfield. virus camping in that? Movie? Yeah, they land in that yeah. airfield in the middle of the Nevada desert, and they're basically living there for a couple of days. Where Steve Buscemi has the tea party with the little girl, who you don't really even know is if it's real or a hallucination. She's got the whole yes, world yes. In his hands. Yeah. That's well, I'm glad you brought it up because. Uh, one of my favorite scenes ever happens in that movie. Like one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen in movies happens. The movie is like the dumbest action movie of all time, but it's the most fun. But it's when uh, the guy from Forrest Gump is like dying, you know? Yep. And from Forrest Gump. Bubba. Bubba. He's dying because oh, yeah, he, yeah, he yeah, has yeah, like, yeah. Uh, right. he doesn't have his insulin or something. Diabetes, yeah. Yeah. And nick cage is like over him and as he's dying this guy's just like there ain't no god he don't exist and then nick cage looks him straight in the eyes and says where you going i'm gonna show you god does exist and then he stands up gets shot in the shoulder but doesn't flinch and then just roundhouse kicks this other dude in the face 
Awesome. <laughs> and I was like, that's the greatest 10 minutes of cinematic history. And guess what? I have a connection to this movie personally. Okay. Meaning a first degree of Kevin Bacon style connection with this movie. Oh, you met Danny uh, Trejo. I, I was in a film with Danny Trejo. That's right. Me. Yeah. I was in a short film with Danny Trejo. When was this? Um, it was at the height of COVID in 2020, in like summer of 2020. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. And Danny Trejo played a grandfather that was dying of COVID. And I played a guy that kicked a hooker out of his vehicle. So you got to like meet It was Danny a small Trejo. part. Okay. So you got to like meet Danny Trejo. Uh, I did not meet Danny Trejo. No, he was in a different location. Oh, okay. But I was in the film with him. So and it counts in the Kevin Bacon thing. It absolutely does. Yeah. I typically did a film with Danny Trejo. You get typecasted quite often as creepy, scary dude. Yep. Most of the time, it's uh, some sort of criminal henchman or scumbag. You know? <laughs> Which sure I don't know why. You have the heart of gold. Adorable. You have a heart of gold. No. Um. All right. So May Day. Was there any other ones? I was thinking. Well, I, mean, I had... I'm shocked nobody picked Castaway. Shock. So I tried to stay away from like the real obvious ones mm-hmm. okay. like that. Oh, I can um, tell. <laughs> oh, how is that worse than Con Air? They don't even camp in Con Air. And the plane crash happens at the end. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> oh, my um, God. But the yeah. other one I had, and I probably will come up later, is The Edge. Oh, uh, yes. I Travis, mean, that's you the ultimate it one. You have to watch okay. it. It is oh my god, he ridiculous, says, dude. Anthony Anthony Hopkins' name like eight thousand no. times. He does. He says he says the name Charles like over a hundred and fifty times. It's ridiculous. Charles, Charles. But it'd be but Brandon, here's the thing that's crazy. It'd be like if me and you were the only ones in the woods for like hundreds of miles in every direction, but every sentence I was like, Brandon. <laughs> Like, like just I was, so I have your attention. Right yeah, I was like, Brandon, did you make a fire? Brandon, do you want to eat this squirrel? I'd be like, can you say my name one more time. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, but anyways, okay. All right, next category. <clears throat> this is called Travis's Worst Nightmare. And this is the best movie where someone goes camping. Oh, did we go out of order? So I have another one before that. Yeah, oh, I, I eliminated some. I think we I changed the order up. So okay. That's all right. That's all right. I have a good one here. All right, go for it. Me first? Yeah. 300. <laughs> okay. They obviously are camping, and I think it's the best movie that features camping. <laughs> I mean, they do camp. They do camp. They do camp. They, they do absolutely camp. camp. I was thinking yes. there's like a subcategory of camping movies where you have the lookout. You know, and I'm assuming 300s like there's one guy who they're like, you have to stay awake and you have to be the lookout. I have to ask both of you, if you were the lookout, would you be able to stay awake? <laughs> oh, I would not be a good lookout. I'd be I get too distracted. I would. Um, I'd be like, oh, shit. Where'd that guy go? Oh, I wasn't looking. Damn it. I'd just be like singing to myself and giving away our position and <laughs> things like that. Because I'd be like trying to yeah. keep myself awake, slapping myself in the face. Yeah, yeah, I would not be a good lookout. I would, I would, need, I would at least need another lookout there with me. Yeah. Then I would do better. You and Travis are the lookouts. Yeah, we so would be, our part. camp would be annihilated by the enemy. We're like still looking out and you guys are getting slaughtered. And we're like, <laughs> where do they all go? Like, <laughs> uh, Brandon, what do you got? I picked 
Uh, and this hits both the outdoor theme and the camping theme, kind of like right. 300. Fair enough. The Blair Witch Project. Oh, yeah. That's a good camping movie. I thought that was a good one. Like, adventures abound, and it's creepy as hell. <laughs> it's true. It is creepy as hell. Is there a memorable? And it kind of revolutionized that found footage style, you know, like they were the first to do it. I would think. That's true. On a yeah. successful level. At least, so. And I still like every time one of our cats is in like the corner, just staring at the wall. I'm like, why is Lily Blair witching the wall right now? So it's like an adjective. <laughs> yeah, definitely some supernatural adventure there. And uh, definitely some thrilling stuff where the one guy goes missing and they just keep like finding his body parts as they go. So I've never seen it. I'm going to be honest. Whoa, it's, a, I, it's You could watch it and you would not be scared. I promise you. Um, but Until it is the like- the very, very end where you t- see the creepy guy in the corner. Yeah, but even that's like, you watch it and you're like, that well, you're kind of like, oh shit. But then you're like, oh, that's the end of the movie. Um, that got me though when like they they finally because the just in that house and they just go like down to this like dilapidated house and he turns the corner and the guy is just standing against the wall just like with Facing his back to you not like moving. he's just standing next to the corner and he goes oh shit and then like you hear a scream the camera gets knocked down and then you see like a shadowy figure in the corner and then credits and you're like Whoa. Yeah. but like the guy standing in the corner just facing the wall and not moving doesn't move an inch yeah oh my god like for whatever I don't know why just that i'm just like oh my god what is that but i don't but that's what i'm like expecting to see because that's the only thing i know about that movie i know where the person has the camera and like the boogers and stuff and well, that's I know... my thing is like there's no real big jump scares in that. yeah no. it's just kind of like they're like in the forest and they're looking for their friend then they hear like a blood curling scream they're like like what was oh my god like yeah. you know yeah it's very atmospheric excuse me in that sense of just yeah like, yeah nice all right i have i don't know if you guys have seen this one moonrise kingdom oh i have seen it wes anderson it's a great pick it is my least favorite wes anderson movie. really it's one of my i don't know why like i like coming of age movies i guess but sure, sure i get it but they go camping in it and they definitely yeah. go camping they yeah. fall in love and stuff young love it's all good it's definitely an adventure his movies are always adventurous for sure that's a, yeah. that you know what you know what i'm gonna cover that's a great pick chris that's a great pick <laughs> thank you oh. I also had Jurassic Park where they camp in a tree and then the the thing sneezes on them. Sure, sure. <laughs> yep. Um, is it still your worst nightmare, Travis? Going camping? Uh, it's not your my worst nightmare? worst nightmare. It's not my worst nightmare, but it's like I would not want to do that. What do you think, Brandon? What do you think about camping? I love camping. I fucking love it. <laughs> but my parents have a crazy story of they went camping before they had us. And um, they're in Yellowstone, and in the middle of the night, they hear something, like a crushing sound, and a bear was trying to sit on their tent while they were in it. So they got out and sprinted to the car, like, as it, when the bear got off it, you know, and then just kind of wandered, and they sprinted to the car, and then the bear just, like, eviscerated the tent. <laughs> was it a grizzly? Uh, that's a good question. I should ask. Yeah, I don't know. But they were just like single most terrifying moment of their life like for sure now we're gonna have to have brandon's parents on the podcast (laughs) um okay next category this one's like an either or so i just called it i've been walking on a railroad which i realize now is not the song it's not it's not the song but it's goonies versus stand by me Uh, what do you got travis stefan goonies so I bring also it, went with bringing that heat. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> Great argument. Okay. Uh, yeah. I also went with Goonies, but this is because I've actually never seen Stand By Me. Really? And that's a crime because I'm a huge Stephen King fan, so I should have seen that movie. But what have you seen both of them, Travis? Uh, yeah, but it was many, many years ago um, that I saw Stand By Me. I saw it on TV. Um, so, you know, I mean, they were fine. <laughs> what any part stick out because dude i've like when i was a kid i walked downstairs my dad was watching stand by me i was probably like kindergarten maybe he's like chris Uh, you should watch this movie and i remember my mom being like is this the movie where they go out and like look for the dead body my dad's like yeah and i remember my mom be like i don't know if you should be watching that movie and he's like ah i won't show him that part so i'm like okay I go so is that the whole thing is they just go out and they like poke a dead body with a stick and come well, back there were i think if i recall correctly there's like fake vomit or something the traumatic that part's weird part, if i recall the traumatic part of that movie for me weren't there like leeches that's what i was about to say and so the- i go downstairs and i'm sitting by my dad and there's a scene where they walk through this like swampy area these these four kids and they come out and they're covered in leeches. And I was like, I don't even know what that is. Like, what's on them? And my dad's like, oh, they're like these worms that suck your blood. And I'm like, no, that exists. <laughs> then. Then. But it's like, it's a weird thing because leeches don't like, they don't hurt you. See, I don't know that to this day because of this movie. I've avoided But they don't hurt you. And get this, leeches, well, they actually have some sort of chemical inside them. When they bite you, they inject it into you so you don't feel don't the feel pain it. of their bite. Like, well, yeah. Travis. And they use it in medicine. Come on now. <laughs> they, they Travis, did. complete the scene of what happens. The kid, like they all have leeches and they're getting them off. And the kid looks down his pants. I mean, yeah. lifts his hands up he lifts his hands up blood out of his blood pants. on his hands yeah. and as a little kid like a kindergartner oh i was like i'm never going to like even to dude i'll tell you like two weeks ago harper and i were paddle boarding and we're at like this little beach area she's playing around looking at rocks and she's like dad look it's a weird worm and she walks over and she's holding a leech and i'm just like yeah cool Get that away from me. Uh, if she ever does that again, put of a little by salt me. on it and watch what happens. <laughs> but yeah, that was the that was the part that stood out for me. I think personally, I think they're both great movies. Um, both have, I like both talk about vomit too. Both have Corey Feldman. So both have Corey Feldman. That's true. <laughs> best best parts. Yeah. And I love movies where like little kids are so excited talking, they just talk over each other. And I'm like, that's exactly how kids talk to each other. They just all talk at the same time and no one actually like hears anything and both those movies do that like they're just spectacular sure it's interesting that his two best movies like stephen king's like stories of his best movies i would say that and shawshank redemption are short stories yeah 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 so and like non like creepy ghost stuff yeah and they're just like regular like that could happen to anybody yeah dude he's awesome i would love to talk to stephen king just about camping just camping (laughs) (laughs) um all right cool next one travis stefan brandon sweat this is maybe my favorite category it's just called tank top in snow and it is the most ridiculous 
action movie that takes place in the wilderness. Obviously a reference to the classic cliffhanger in which he kills a man with a stalactite by lifting him over his head into the cave, the top of the yep. cave. Yep. And it's genius. It's pure genius. Yep, yep, yep. I mean, ridiculous has a lot of definitions. Uh, I did not think of it as like ridiculous slapsticky. <laughs> okay. That's like, this is ridiculous that this happened. And I went with 127 hours. Ooh. Yeah. You went like, this is ridiculous that this true thing actually happened. Yes. <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Yes. I always think about it when I watch the TV show Silicon Valley, when they're live streaming the, the like, the eagle, eagle? oh the big guy that is so like good. i'm gonna drink my own urine here i go <laughs> yeah so like please someone come save me i'm about to drink my urine and they're like this is so entertaining like <laughs> uh, i forgot about that yeah i've never seen that movie it's a it's a tv show no TV. i've seen that tv show i've oh, never seen 127 never seen hours. because you know, it's I the ne- same i've thing. never watched it either because i don't want to watch i don't want to arm off yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to see that i just i don't that's really like barely a part of it like that's like the end where he gets out like but he still like, does it though right <laughs> yeah he does like but if that's like the climax like oh, that's barely man. anything in the movie really oh man. what's the rest of the movie like it's he falls in the thing his arm gets jammed in it yeah, it's him coming to terms with the fact that no one's going to find him and he might die there. And like, then he's like, okay, like I've got to live. So this is what I have to do. I have this dull pocket knife and I don't know what to do. God damn. <laughs> How does he do it? How does he do it? Like, I mean, does he like, what do you do? How well, did he get he, through the bone in his arm? He had to like break it with like a rock. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, here's what I want to ask that guy. And he lives in Colorado, apparently. Why has he not been on the podcast? That's what I'm saying, man. Uh, but here's what Probably I would want to ask him. A million times. I'm like, your brain has to go to the weirdest place ever for like 20 minutes while you're doing that. Your brain has to just like, where does your brain go for those 20 minutes as you're sawing away with a dull pocket knife? Like, it just can't it can't be like normally thinking because you would stop oh it's so crazy and you just have to be at such a level of like i'm going to live like that you have yeah. to do, like you know yeah. it's like such a like i refuse to die out here yeah I mean, you can't even fathom it, you know <laughs> that's insane dude that's insane brandon what do you got uh so i have two so the first one I went with was Jumanji, because <laughs> that's ridiculous as hell. Uh, any versions, but I love all of them. Uh, the <laughs> other one I had was Vertical Limit. You talked about this in our sports podcast. Did we? Okay. Yeah, yeah but go for it, man. Like, what? Well, it's just like the r- ridiculous part of like insane like jumping moves. The little like clips are literally exploding <clears throat> out of the rock or like, things like that. You're just like, well, this would never have happened, but... So like the nitroglycerin scenes, it was like they would not give them unprotected nitroglycerin like that. Be like, stay out of the sun, like you know. <laughs> so, but it made for very entertaining movies. So. Nice, nice. I had, I had a bunch here, man. This is like my favorite category because Lindsay and I, for the last two years, have just been watching like the dumbest action movies of all time. But 
you already we mentioned edge already so i feel like i can't go back to that one i, I shouldn't have said i should have I, that was my second pick so you can totally take the edge for sure the edge is so bad it's not a good movie at all um but it's so much fun to watch because you're like this is crazy and there's a point where anthony hopkins makes this speech about how he's gonna kill this bear can't kill the bear charles he's He's ahead of us all the time. It's like he's reading our minds. He's stalking us, for God's sakes. He... You want to die out here, huh? Well, then die. I tell you what, I'm not going to die. No, Jerry. I'm not going to die. No, I'm going to kill the bear. Say it, I'm going to kill the bear. Say it. I'm gonna kill the bear. Say it. Say I'm gonna kill the bear. Say it. And he's like, today's the day. We kill the bear. And it's awesome. And you're like, yes, Anthony Hopkins, I'm gonna run through like, a wall for he you. He ate man. our pilot and we need to kill him. Right? Yeah. But I'm gonna go with wonder how he how he ranks that movie in the in the arc of his career. I bet he's like number one. <laughs> number one. <laughs> he's like my favorite movie. I would that'd be the best question to ask him be like dude where's number where does the edge rank is it top 10 it for you Anthony Hopkins on Rotten Tomatoes which is better than I thought it would have it's pretty wow. good pretty good it's better that score on Rotten Tomatoes is better than my ultimate adventure movie Ooh, the edge is also a guitarist for YouTube you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and he's also a professional re or former professional wrestler that's true that's true oh my um, god so there the, the bear actually has a name it was his last film role. I'm gonna kill the bear. And it's called Bart the Bear. He went out with a bang, dude. Cause they have to fight that bear. But that's not my choice. I could talk about the edge for hours and I will. What one man can do, another can do. On an episode of the podcast with Anthony Hopkins. Um <laughs> God damn right. Today, I'm gonna kill the motherfucker. But my choice is going to be a classic movie with a heroine who is an action star in this movie. And she's like an unexpected action star because I'm trying to think when else has she been an action star? And she's so believable as an action star. And she has to fight Kevin Bacon and John C. Riley. And it's a River Wild, Meryl Streep. Oh just rafting down this river she picks up these two dudes who she thinks are also rafting but then you find out they have just robbed a bank and for whatever reason they're like what's the best way to escape after robbing this bank they're like you know what we should do we should raft down this river that'll help us escape with all this money and you're like that escape plan is not a good escape plan guys um and she's with her family and she has to like just be an awesome raft guide to like defeat them and it's awesome dude i would highly recommend it if you've never seen it man what's it called again it's called a river wild river wild okay <clears throat> it's got a lot of people i like in it it's great yeah man travis be. have you seen that one of course i have <laughs> absolutely all right um the next one is called my world I dig it. I dig it. That's 
which is a little kid's adventure film. And that's for little kid Travis. That was a inside joke for him, for six year old Travis there. Brandon, what do you got? Uh, okay, I went with, let me see here. Where is that? Oh, I went with, this is a little unorthodox. We'll see if you guys clarify it as adventure. I think so. Con Air. <laughs> Con Air. <laughs> Uh, I went with Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I do. Uh, yes, I include that as an adventure. Okay, film. good. Because I figure, you know, they get shrunk down and that, they that's camp. adventure for sure. Dude, they Definitely a kids movie, I would say. But something there for the adults as well. So, yeah. Uh, a, a favorite of mine as a kid. I watched that a million times. So. What? And I remember, what? this is the thing I remember. I remember going to, I think it was Universal. I don't think it was a Disney park. I think it was a Universal park. And they had a Honey, I Shrunk the Kids like play area where you could like climb on the ant and like huge blades of grass. And Whoa, like, I was like, oh, it's, uh, this looks totally real. Just oh, eat God. a giant oatmeal cream Dude, pie. I thought it was the coolest thing. I was like, there's a giant ant and this is amazing. Like, and, and remind me what category is this again? This is a little Hi. kid adventure movie. Kid adventure. My world. My world. Where is this? Okay. But Brandon, I... I will say, dude, one of the most horrifying scenes in movies is when they're in the cereal and their parents are about to eat them. That Ooh, is, I forgot up. about that. So, yeah, and they're yeah, like, that's the end of the like, movie. Ah! Dude, horrified me as a kid. I was like, oh my God. Like, they're yeah. not going to get out. Yeah. I just remember the dad floating over the grass, like, and trying not to touch mm. it. So he's like floating over the grass. Great movie. And they go camping too, I have to say, because they, they do. Yeah. In the grass. They sure do. <laughs> Travis, what do you got? Uh, this is quite possibly the best Little Kid Adventure movie in the history of Little Kid Adventure movies. It's a little movie called Hook. Ooh. And tell me that when you were a little kid, you did not want to be at the dinner table throwing colored whipped cream at all your friends. Okay, but this movie literally traumatized me as a kid. <laughs> the boo box scene. I was like, that is so oh, fucked up in the beginning where he's yes. like, he puts the pirate in the boo box with the scorpion. Glenn Close. It's Glenn Close dressed up as a pirate. And like, dude, he's just like, boo box. And he's like, no, no. And they put him in there and they drop scorpions in and they just shut it. And I was just like, like, yeah. Oh my God, so good. It's like one of those things you're like, this is supposed to be a kid's movie and they're like torturing this person. Oh, it was amazing. But it is it is Glenn Close dressed as a pirate and you would not know it. You like, would never know it. <laughs> That's a yeah. good one. I thought you were going to choose my choice, actually, which was Lindsay's favorite adventure movie ever, but also from the time we were kids, Homeward Bound with the dogs I and the cat. I thought about that one. Really? One. <laughs> the dogs and cat try to get home, and they yeah. go through a Sassy. crazy adventure. Sassy. Sassy. And Shadow. I almost put that in my and, first action and. movie. <laughs> I just remember Michael J. Fox gets the porcupines in his dog face. He does. Yeah. Yes. And then the one dog gets stuck in the ditch at the end. And they don't know if he's coming. Yeah. Oh, that part also intense for a kid. I was like, don't. Sitting there calling his dog's name. It's like, and it was just pissed me off the way he said it. He was like, shadow. <laughs> shadow. And I'm like, why don't you say his full name? It's shadow. The director probably tried like a hundred times. He's like, "Fuck it, that's the one we're taking." That's the... <laughs> yeah. I'll yeah. say as an adult because I've watched all these movies recently, obviously with kids. Um, but as an adult, I'm I, like, actually, the whole premise just makes me mad because they like take their dogs somewhere 
and their cat while they go on vacation or something or they're like moving or something i don't know and then the dogs are like they're never coming back but then in my adult brain i'm like they're totally coming back in like two weeks just wait just wait there dogs you don't have to go on an adventure you don't have there to fall a, off a waterfall uh, like these wow. all right we've reached the point of the podcast where we're gonna play a game called travis stefan adventurer this is kind of like was it the dating game so travis brandon is going to try to guess what uh what your answers will be and then you'll have to tell him whether he's right or wrong you guys lived together for years and i'm sure like you've had some game or whatever it's like, like yeah it's like the honeymoon game so you already have the answers written down Travis. i have no 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 he doesn't so he's going to be okay. on the fly so don't just change your answers based off Brandon. I will, I'll write them in the chat, but I won't hit enter. Okay. And then I'll hit enter. That's a good idea. Okay. <clears throat> so basically it's Brandon has to guess if Travis would blank and they're all stuff from adventure movies. Okay. Okay. So number one, which we already mentioned, would Travis knowingly walk into a bog of leeches so he could just continue on his way. I don't know. Would he go into a bog of leeches? That's got to be a no. Like, <laughs> why? Why do you think a no? Well, he's just like he's man. That was like a scary ass scene. Like he would find a way around that for sure. No, the bog is like completely like there's no well, way like, around it for Travis. Go through the bog or die. No, it's go through the bog or go home. It's just I could go home. Or I could go through this bog and so like what's his motivation for getting through the bog? Then? There's something awesome that he really wants on the other side. I don't know what I that is. He, I think if he really wanted it, he could walk through that bog for sure. So you're saying yes, he would walk through the bog. Sure. <laughs> All right, Travis, what'd you put? Oh. I'm going home. Oh, <laughs> wow. Why okay. not? Because not really. of the blood. <laughs> Is there a certain number of leeches where that you have your cutoff? You're like, no. If there was a guarantee that leeches would not be on my face or my ball, my ball, I'm in. <laughs> Everything else is fair game. What if it's on your ear? Like it's just hanging on here. Uh, that's fine. What about this little I wouldn't area? Even give, a shit, give a shit about my face. But... Like right here. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Really? Huh? Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't want them on my face, like anywhere around my eyes or my nose or my mouth. You're basically like, I don't want them to have any entry. Yeah. Entryways. No orifices. <laughs> no entryways. Okay. <laughs> okay, cool. <clears throat> so what Brandon about, like, got that wrong. When he put a leech on his eye. I saw that actually in an eco challenge show uh, way back in like the 90s. Uh, I was watching with my dad and it's like the adventure race kind of like reality. I mean, not reality. It's like a real adventure race. But this guy pulled a leech out from behind his eye and I'm like, no, no. And then I'm like, dad, I'm going to stop watching stuff with you. There's leeches every time. Uh... Yeah. Um. Okay. Brandon Sweat. Would Travis Steffen our adventurer in this case, lost in the desert. Okay. Just thirsty, just just getting parched. <laughs> would he drink his own pee? Yes, I think Travis would drink his own pee. I don't think he would have 
much of too much of a problem with that. I think he would if he had to. Go ahead, Travis. Obvious, he said obviously. I, like, yes. I, I really don't think it would be that hard of an issue for Travis. So, oh. yeah. As quick I think, as I, I think I would be okay with it. I think I could drink my own piss. I mean, I wouldn't love it, but like, <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't. It wouldn't like. I wouldn't gag. I guess you know. I'd be like, okay, I can. I can handle this. Like, like Bob Odenkirk in Better Call Saul. Great. If we're doing TV shows, that would be a great desert movie scene. That is, um, that's a, dude, my favorite part of that scene is when Mike's trying to take the shot and he hits the guy and then the like car just like flips over and explodes and they're just both like, really? <laughs> um, Travis, you type that so quick. It makes me think that maybe you have. I'm not. I'm not. But there was a UFC fighter named Leota Machida. And on one of like the UFC Unleashed back, this is like probably like seven or eight years ago now, back when I would watch religiously. Yeah, I, remember, I remember that name, Light Heavyweight, right? Yep. He yeah. was a Brazilian dude and he would routinely drink his own pee. Like, really? To see if he had all the nutrients that he felt he needed and things like that. You know, he probably could have got the nutrients from another, like anywhere else. Like, like he could have just electrolytes or, you yeah, know, or vitamins. <laughs> Brazilian. Multi, a nice. A nice multivitamin, you know, it's a Brazilian thing. I also remember that um, one of the Chicago Cubs, when we were in elementary school or high school, one of the guys on the Chicago Cubs would pee on his hands um, to harden his calluses. Oh, like the uric acid would make the. I guess. Okay. Uh, You don't know something. This is completely off track, but how spiders pee, and this is crazy. They don't pee liquid. It just creates like a block of the uric acid and they just like can regurgitate it. I have to say this. When I was in freshman year of college biology class, the one day I actually like paid attention to the most was when they were talking about how different animals pee. And it was fascinating. There was urea, there was urine, there was uric acid from birds. Like I was, I remember it to this day and I'm like, that says a lot about me as a person and Dude, my interest. Super interesting. We got, it's we like got. that book as a kid, they had a book called everybody poops and it showed how different animals poop. And you're like, this is fascinating. Yeah. There's this guy I was on a call with today. You know how some people say you need, you need to get your shit together. The, the saying, right. Very common saying he had a, like a distaste for cursing. So he said that uh, you need to get your poop in a group. <laughs> that's way better I love that that's you way better poop in a group yeah um travis stefan falls gets his arm trapped would okay. he cut off his own arm oh what a great question it's hard though because i keep wanting to be like to survive here's would, the thing kind of like of course you would you i try. think of all three of us I think Travis would be able to do it the best. I think he, I think that's he high do, compliment. That's yeah, a high the compliment three of us, I think that he could just find it within himself to just be like, it and just like mash on his arm. Tell I've him. seen him go mindless mode before. And like, that's the thing. I think stuff. he can just like turn it all off yeah. and just ignore everything and just be like task at hand, task at hand. Like, ah. yeah. So I would say, I would say, yeah, I think he could do it. I don't think I could do it. I think Travis could do it. 
I think I would. There you go. <laughs> Let me ask this, Travis. Okay. How many hours? So that guy did it in 127 hours. Which obviously. equals what? What is that? How many days is that? It's like four days, five days? It's like five or six days. It's like yeah. over five days, right? Damn. That's, and did, okay. I have to ask this. I haven't seen the movie. Did he have like water or food with him? He had a little bit of water. And I okay. think, I don't, I don't know if he had food, but I know he had a little bit of water. I mean, they say you can, you'll obviously last a lot longer without food than water. Cause so. he was on, he was like mountain biking and just. Right. <clears throat> Wasn't it in Moab? Am I oh, wrong yeah. about all this? I think you're right. Okay. It's not important. <laughs> But I had to look it up. 127 hours. All right. Oh yeah, near Moab. Yeah, there. I would like to know Moab, which is interesting because that is a populated area. But I mean, he must. Dude, be it's way. I mean, it is huge. It's massive. It just it's goes. massive. Yeah. Like it's you're awesome because right, you feel like you're like nobody's around. Like this is wild. If I got my arm stuck in a rock, I'm gonna have to cut this thing off, Travis Stefan style. But anyways, how many hours in? Are you like you know like five hours in? I mean, like, well, I saw this movie. <laughs> like, like, I'll just start going. Yeah. <laughs> I need to beat it and go 126. I don't know. I mean, I think it would depend on like, I would probably just need to be in this place where I'm like, I am legit going to die, yeah. like, without question, like tomorrow yeah. if I don't do this. You know, like, so it's, it's hard to say because, like, you know, if I'm in this headspace that I'm in right now, I'm fine. Like, no. well, the thing to me is like, if you're cutting off your arm, like there is this sense of urgency, like I will bleed out. Like, so this, I have to get, hurry this shit up. Like, yeah. you know, did he yeah. do anything about bleeding out? I don't, did think they talk so. about that in the was movie? He, was he able to like, to like uh, tourniquet his arm in any way? I don't, I don't, I don't remember that part. I, I think he just kind of covered it and like on his way out, found some hikers and they like brought him to oh, can you imagine being a hiker you're like oh just out in moab you're like holy f that guy does not have an arm and he's right? walking towards this and he looks like he's dying yeah i'll say this man i don't did i tell you guys this i participated in an emergency mountain rescue in moab like a few weeks ago i think you did tell me that yeah. i told travis yeah this guy uh what were you doing his... in moab? just for like a run or i was there um that desert rats race i was filming the ending and really just wanted to see the ending for a couple of the yeah. people from the year before when when we filmed and yeah. while we're out there one of the runners found a mountain biker in the middle of the trail who had broken his ankle and it was twisted 180 degrees facing Ooh. backwards Ooh. and the guy by the time and so we had emts with us uh my friend damon um one of the guys i've raced with before jeff they're both emts so they're like well we'll go out there and like you know make sure he's okay before the, cause it'll take a while for the ambulance and stuff. And by the time we got there, the guy had twisted it back. Cause he's like, I couldn't sit there with it like that. <laughs> I'm like, oh, but me participating really was just me like stabilizing his leg. Oh yeah. Yeah. And we carried his stretcher down to like this ATV though. And they had to like give him narcotics and everything. They're like, this is going to be a bumpy ride. You're going to want these. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Wow. I, I even remember when I like bust, you know, I dislocated my shoulder and I was just, the guy was taking me in the car and it was just like every bump was just like, mother, it just hurt so bad. So yeah, I can oh. sympathize with that. All right. Would Travis Stefan go camping on purpose? <laughs> on purpose? Like just by himself? 
Sure. Yeah, we'll do it by himself. Would Travis Stefan ever go camping just by himself? No, I would say no. No, I, well, yeah. No. Why? What do you have against camping? Why would I do that? Like, I have the money to get a nice hotel and have a nice warm bed. And yeah, but shower. you get away from people. You get away. You get out there in the middle of nowhere by Travis yourself under the stars. Like, I'll shut my bed. door. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just shut my door. No one's gonna mess with me. I know, but you're like in, you're in it, dude. You're like in the world and you're looking at I stars. Like, like and... an Airbnb cabin in the middle of nowhere with a working shower and electricity and a kitchen and, you know. I was going, I was going through this list with Lindsay and she's like, is this just a way for you to call Travis out on not liking camping? And I was like, yes, that's the only reason we're <laughs> doing this. You, yeah, I've lived, I think Travis is the person besides like my family. He's the person I've lived with the most in my life. Yeah. The longest. I had no idea he hated camping this much. <laughs> I mean, I now went, that I think about it, we never went camping <laughs> once. The yeah. only time we were going to go do camping is to go do, yeah. and that fell through. So yeah, that's going to get the big E button. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, we went camping with a church group. <laughs> um, uh, one, I got to hear that story at some point. That was basically the story. But that was the story. Oh. It fell through. We didn't get to do it, but that was the closest. Actually, that was the closest I ever came to camping with church. You guys were high fiving, and you were so excited yeah. and giddy. We and were pretty stoked about it, and then we were pretty like, excited. Through. God damn it! <laughs> the last time I went camping with Travis, he, I walked into the tent, and he's standing there like kind of hunched over because the tent is short. And we had just got done hiking all day and he's taking this giant thing of baby powder and he's just like, just spraying, like just making clouds of baby powder, like backing his like butt up into it. And I walked in and saw that and I was horrified. And then for like the next, like no joke, Travis, like the next like six years, there was baby powder in that tent. And I had to think about that. What I saw that day forever i still do that to this day every night douse yourself in baby powder in, the, in my bathroom like yeah it's it's great like it's there's there's a reason that it exists it's, there's a reason it makes babies feel good is yeah. jade still sitting by you no she i think she went down to the sauna she left a long time ago yeah. i remember when we first started this zoom call and she's like it's really cool what you guys are gonna do and i'm like is it though is it actually good? I told I told my is my it? trainer Aaron about it. He's like, that's super cool. I mean, he's super into movies. Like he used to do like a movie blog and like review. Dude, movies. you gotta send him the sports movie one. Dude, it's I told him we did that last time. He was like, Oh hell yeah. I was, like, I was like, what what would be your movie like? Because one of the questions I think was like, What's a movie you like that has a sport that isn't like real? You know, like yeah. Quidditch or something like that. And uh his answer was I think it was from like a prison movie. Like there was some like like futuristic prison and they played a game in it. I, I can't oh my god, like Demolition Man or something. Or roller, what was it? Roller, roller ball. ball, roller, roller ball. ball. What a he had a really good one. I was like, I hadn't thought of that. Good movie. So. Um that guy get, that was with James Kahn and he just died. The original Rest one. Peace, the original baby. One. The new one that I liked was with uh LL Cool J and 
Chris, what was his name? Uh, was the dude. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. American Pie. She's all. She's all that. What's his name? Guy from Freddie Prince Pie. Jr. Isn't it? Yeah. No, no, it's not Freddie Prince Jr. It's he's in that movie. Chris no. something. No, it's well, not as good as he's in Thunderdome. That's right. Yeah. Not as good as James Con. <laughs> well, and the other guy that's in that movie, Naveen Andrews, is the oh guy. nice, nice. Paul Heyman, <laughs> the announcer. <laughs> Yep. Oh, Chris Klein. Chris <clears throat> Klein. Chris That's Klein and Jean Reno. Jean Reno. Oh, oh John Reno is great, though. That guy. Rebecca Romaine Stamos. Rebecca Romaine. John Reno. I mean, yeah. The professional. Yeah. Great movie. All right. Get it to get us back on track. I have two more of these. Okay. Would Travis Stefan sleep inside a dead animal for warmth? <laughs> Ooh. Thinking wow. Tauntaun, I'm thinking the rev like a bear, you know. Maybe he like takes down. And a I thought he smelled bad on the outside. outside. Oh, he just typed his response. Would Travis? I think it's cold outside. It's cold though, Travis. Think about how he would cold. just put the animal like on top of him and just be like, "I'm fine. Like that'll be enough." <laughs> I don't think he would do it. There's no way. 100 percent oh, get inside Bebo Morty. Yeah. <laughs> Bebo led us to water. <laughs> they just slice them open. Yeah. Would you really? I think so. Like, I mean, if it was that cold. But I'm like, just... I'm imagining you like gutting open a horse and like emptying <laughs> he out. He was riding towel. a horse. It froze, snapping its ribs so you can like fit inside. Like I just don't yep. see you doing that. I mean, if it was that cold, if I was like in Antarctica or something like that, sure, sure. You know, if it was like normal winter, then no, of course not. I think part of that has to do with the fact that you're in LA now. Like you're not accustomed to the cold. You know, no. that's. True. I think I think you're just <clears throat> not taking into account killing a creature and how bad that's gonna smell like <laughs> no yeah that's good good point it would Oof. probably smell really bad it smells ho- horrible like yeah. <laughs> those All right. guts start oxidizing and it would just be mm. yeah speaking Ew. of cutting something open last one would travis stefan remove his own appendix like he's having appendicitis he's on a boat in like i don't know like the 1600s i think or 1800s I, I, I would say no are you thinking like a master and commander type situation? i am good job okay. nice right. yeah uh, Woody Paul I, Bettany himself and that's a hard out. scene to watch that is a hard scene to watch can't watch right? it i can't he has like a mirror and he's yeah, like he's just doing like, surgery on himself i don't think travis doctor on the boat basing off that like he is in so much pain, like you can like feel it, and then you're like, "Oh my god!" Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no. Travis said, <laughs> "I don't even know where my appendix is." <laughs> I would just randomly cut myself well, open. That's my thing. Like, I know it's around. like I know it's like down here, but like I don't know like exactly where. What if you picked the wrong side? Like, you do your whole surgery. That's what and I'm you're saying. Like, I picked the wrong side. Man, my guts hurt really bad. What am I going to do? Like, I'm not going to just randomly cut myself open and fish around. Like, what if I accidentally take out something important? Exactly right. You're like, oh, shit, that's a kidney. Yeah. Yeah. 
I wouldn't know what that stuff looks like. Yeah, no. there's no. Yeah, that's true. I don't even know what an appendix looks like technically. That's like the hardest scene I've ever seen in a movie. Dude, uh, it is hard to watch. Yeah. <laughs> um, actually, I was rewatching that the other day because I, I, I watched lo- it I once and it stuck in my movie. brain. Okay. Um, we have three more categories, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Oh. But I have. By to the say- way, I only missed one there. No, I missed two. I got three out of five. Not okay. Oh, sorry. I forgot to keep yeah. score. Which ones did you miss? So I missed the one. I I thought he would leeches. not open up like an animal and get inside, and he would. And then I missed the first one with the leeches. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> I there are so many more categories that I filled out. There are. We can go through some. I eliminated some because I thought it would be like a two-hour. Well, maybe podcast. maybe we can do like a uh, like a lightning round. Lightning oh, round. Lightning round. Okay, wait. Hold on. We don't have to do it now. If you if you got something you want to talk about, still we'll do like lightning round at the end. If you want. All right, all right. We'll do lightning round before the ultimate adventure movie, right, which I go. am very curious to see what you're gonna pick. Yeah, I, I um, either of you will will be able to guess what mine is, but it is the winner. <laughs> all right. So the next category is called bigger boat, and that is the most badass or terrifying animal that eats people in a movie. Um, I'm obviously going to choose the obvious one here and I'm going to pick Jaws because that movie is just an, one, it's an amazing movie Two, it will still scare people. And three, sometimes when I'm in the swimming pool, still to this day as a 35 year old man, I'm like, a shark's going to come up and eat me because of this. And I know it's unfair to sharks. I know there's like a whole take nowadays where it's like, Jaws was unfair to sharks because we need sharks in the ecosystem. Most of the time, they're not eating people. And I'm like, I understand all of that and I totally get it. But that movie is still terrifying. Yeah, you're a sharkist. Sharkist, <laughs> sharkist. Brandon, what do you got? Animal. There's so many good ones. Again, I've got, two. Hard. I've got two, but I went mm. with Anaconda because... That scene where, um, uh, uh, what's um, who's the old guy in that? Yeah, John Voight. John Voight gets regurgitated by the snake is a wild scene. Hey, not only does he get this is like kind of like the Con Air scene. He gets regurgitated by the snake, looks at the girl, smiles and winks, and then falls dead. And you're just like genius. Wow. Who wrote that? That's <laughs> like, genius. That's yeah. genius level movie making. Yeah, get like spit make out in front of wait. Jennifer Lopez. By yeah. the way, the only two people to survive that movie, Jennifer Lopez and Ice Cube. Yeah, <laughs> are the two survivors. Cube. Who do you got, Travis? Uh, uh, the other movie I had, oh. and I didn't qualify. I guess he doesn't. I don't think he eats anyone in the movie, but Cujo. Mm, he oh, wants to eat people, one. though. He wants to eat people. Oh, so he definitely wants to eat people for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know that mine actually succeeds in eating people, but he definitely attempts to eat people. Yeah. Well, it says getting hunted, so I'm, you know. <laughs> okay. Uh, the bear from The Revenant. Ooh, yeah. He's trying to eat people. I actually wrote that one down, too. But does he not eat anybody? I don't know. I don't I mean, him, dude, can I make a podcast? basically eats parts of fucking yeah let me make a podcast recommendation to both of you and everybody listening right now and it is i was like listening to it and i was actually kind of jealous because i'm like wow i've never done a podcast half as good as this one and it's seth rogan's podcast and he interviews like his 
brother-in-law's friend or something who was attacked by a grizzly bear and oh. it is horrifying dude like i Lindsay and i listened to it on our vacation because that's apparent she had already listened to it too she was that's like i've already listened to this yeah. you should hear this and i was like well how scary is this gonna be like it's seth rogan you know like yeah. it's funny so, but okay. then he gets Bro. into the story dude and it is it is shocking is on the edge of your seat the whole time it is gory it is disgusting but it is a great episode so back in the day i was listening to the other rogan podcast the joe rogan podcast and he had a lady on she's from that show life below zero where she lives like on alaska like 200 miles from the closest like civilization and she got attacked by a bear and it like crushed her hip and like grabbed her head and like crushed part of her skull and broke her shoulder and she like made her way back to her like camp and obviously survived but she talks about it she like gets emotional talking about it she was like i thought i was dead like absolutely you know (laughs) but you know what man i've see okay so when i first started running in virginia i was like i'm gonna see bears all the time because we're from iowa there's no bears in iowa you know but i was like i'm gonna see them every single time i run i never saw one and granted, these are black bears, which I know are different. Like grizzly oh, bears, I like, I don't know. They're still a bear. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I saw, so I saw one last year in Wisconsin while I was running and it was on the side of the road. It was probably like 15 yards from me and we just made eye contact. It was a black bear. Um, and we made eye contact and then it just booked it through the woods. Like it sounded like it knocked over like every tree. It was crazy. But <laughs> wow. then I was like, do I continue running? Like I wanted to do an hour. I was like trying to decide, like, do I finish my workout? Yeah. And I did. So I don't know, but it, but then you hear these stories and you're like the dude the or the bear is going by the guy and he's on his bike, his mountain bike. And he thinks it's just going to walk on by f- for a second. He had that hope like, Oh, this is going to be the craziest story I ever tell. It just walked by me. And then it turned on a dime. I mean, that's what they did in the revenant because crazy he gets attacked and you're like oh that's not that bad and then it like comes back and you're like oh f-. like so, speaking of the revenant your pick there with the bear from the revenant you had a question in the first group that was like uh best scene of someone like uh like healing their wounds or like taking care of their wounds mm. master commander is a great one but i had the revenant down for when he's got that nasty cut on his neck and he puts the gunpowder in and lights it to like seal it shut and it like sparks up and he's just like like gnarly scene for sure yeah travis what'd you have for that so that's i i eliminated the category but we're adding it back in which is someone fixing their own wounds fixing his shot knee in no country for old men javier bardem oh where it goes in the pharmacy yeah and then he's in the hotel and he's like fixing his own wound like picking out the shards and like dude i got like I thought he acted the scene so well when he's like slowly lowering into the tub to put water on it. And you can see when like the, it hits the warm water and his face is just like, Oh oh, my God. That is a, that's a good one. I like that pick. But there's like a billion animal movies because Jaws happened. And then everyone's like, we're going to do this for every animal now. Totally. And like Placid was one I looked at. I had Uh, ghost in the darkness. Ooh, that one. Lions. That was a good one. I mean, I have to say the edge again. <laughs> do you know the name? Here's some trivia. Josh, trivia. Do, you, do you know the name of the mechanical shark? Bruce. Bruce. That's right. Very yeah. good. We talk about Jaws in my leadership class, which 
uh, we talk about the making of Jaws and how yeah. all these terrible things like the shark didn't work in salt water. It like just floated there and Steven Spielberg's like, well, that looks really dumb. Yeah. And then how he like changed the movie so you didn't see the shark and how that actually like made it way better because For now sure. it just builds yeah. attention. Yeah, you yeah. only saw it like a couple times in the movie. We talk about like the obstacle is the way and I'm like, yeah, sometimes the obstacles like you use them to like make yeah. things better, you know? Yeah. What's in the way is the way. Is the way. Um, Cool, man. I also had the gray, which oh, he fights wolves. Yeah, I haven't but- I haven't seen it, but I I heard like I so correct me if I'm wrong. I heard he like tapes glass to his hand. He does. Because of wait, wait, hold on. Spoiler alert for the ending of the gray. Yeah, spoiler, spoiler for the gray. It's not even like spoiler. He's ready to fight these wolves, and it just cuts to credits. That's the ending of the movie. It's terrible. I was was on a plane. That was in the trailer as well. Yeah, they they trailer bait you hardcore. Yeah, you're like, oh shit, he's gonna fight some wolves. Like, (laughs) yeah, here's what would have happened in real life. He would have been mauled to death. Yes, immediately. <laughs> he would have like hit. He would have punched one like punch one in. wolf, and then the rest would have just yeah, one punch in, and the wolf would have like gone for the jugular, and he would have been dead. And the wolf would have yeah. been like, "Wow, he kind of like gave me a little bit of a scratch there, and that sucks." Huh. Yeah. I'm a wolf, and then it would just keep on. He's like, I'll just lick it, and it'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So last two categories. Well, maybe we'll do the quick ones real quick, but. Uh, this one is in much need of a second breakfast, which is the most exhausting looking journey Gentlemen, in a movie. Do not stop till what about breakfast? I've already had it. We've had one, yes. What about second breakfast? Which I picked. I mean, the title gave it away. I picked Frodo and Sam. Those guys that are is, tired. That is brilliant. That is, I never even thought of that one, and that's that's definitely way better than mine. They are so tired by the end of that movie. They have this bread that like they can just eat forever, I guess, or something. But they're sure. just laying there, and they're just like covered in dirt. They've been walking without shoes for like months now, I think. Yeah. And they're like going to a volcano. They're just exhausted. And then it just ends and they're like, you know what? Should we walk home? And they're like, nah, let's just get on these giant eagles. And they'll just fly us home. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's a good move. They're probably too tired to walk home. But anyways, that's my pick. I dig it. Travis? Um, So I had two. The second place for me was Into the Wild. Um, Which, you know, exhausting. So also surprising that that's the first mention of into the wild in this podcast yep, yep. definitely because there's a lot of because right, that seems like the obvious pick right like immediately any adventure movie. but he's so tired he can't even like cross that river again yeah first place for me and i don't i don't, I don't know if this counts because i don't want to say it's a journey but open water you know i never saw that movie it's great movie it real good <laughs> exhausting <laughs> there's just treading water the whole time <laughs> So I, I have both a dude that is so exhausting true and an emotionally exhausting one. Uh, oh wait, pause for a second, Brandon. Yeah, they tread water for like two days in that movie the entire time. There's no way I could do that. No, that, that, that like even as an accomplished the accomplished yeah. swimmer I am, like there's no way you'd have to like float on your back for a while. Like there's just do dude. they have life jackets? Well, here's I the thing. So the, if movie. they're in scuba gear, if they're in scuba gear, you do have an air pack on you. You would have to ditch your tank because that would be weight. But you could just actually know because you would need the air from the 
So you could inflate your pack enough to like keep you buoyant, but that air leaks out. So eventually you would run out of air and you would have to. Doesn't that happen in the movie? Doesn't like, cause it's these, it's this couple and then the boat leaves and doesn't realize they left them there. It's horrifying. How does it end? end? Do they die? Yeah. Yeah. They die. (laughs) Spoiler alert. The, the the crazy part of this whole thing, I don't know if you guys saw, um, they went on like Jay Leno or something, the two actors. Oh, I know to, what you're about to say. It is like, crazy. And the they were like, he's like, how did you guys do that? And she's like, well, we just went into the middle of the ocean and started shooting it. And they threw some like blood in the water to attract sharks. And he's like, what? <laughs> and he's like, did some, were there a bunch of boats around you with guns? And they're like, there's like a boat um, kind of off to our side, like shooting and stuff like that. And, and he's like, did you have like EMTs in case you guys get bit by sharks? And he's like, you know, first aid kit. <laughs> wow. That's so crazy. I love it, man. I love that. And that movie is really intense, but I thought at one point her husband just like, is like, I'm done treading water. And then he just yeah. like, he just goes let's underwater. Go. And you're like, Whoa, that's insane. Yep. All right, Brandon, what do you got? All right, so I have an emotional one and like a physical, like exhausting one. Ooh, I, like I guess they don't really travel though, now that I'm thinking about it, but the movie I had was Alive. Just like that whole journey of like crashing in the mountains, having to eat your teammates. They travel in it, don't they like have to hike I guess out? some of them do break off and try. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. But I was like, that one looks like it sucks. The emotional one I have is planes, trains, and automobiles. Because <laughs> I was like, that just looks like a fucking miserable time. Like, it does. That is like travel movie wise. Like that's just looks like a nightmare. It does. Just, yeah. Well, yeah. Sub question. Most exhausting journey for you as a viewer watching a movie. I think I'm- I know mine. I do. I know mine for sure. Okay, you guys. I, I, think, I think we have the same one. Yeah. Oh wow. Uncut gems. Uncut gems. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, that is such a stressful movie. I tell people all the time. I was like, I just remember sitting at the end of that movie, and I was feeling so stressed. And my buddy Travis leans over and just goes, "I really need Kevin Garnett to make this shot." <laughs> You're just like, like <laughs> that's he's like gambling, right? He's they, like, oh yeah, this guy, like this guy who's like a. Ball. And they yeah. never let you go the entire movie. There's it's about no this guy who's like a diamond dealer. You know, he deals with jewelry and diamonds and stuff. And he's just like a degenerate gambler. Like there's a point where like Kevin Garnett wants this stone. And he's like, well, I need, you got to trade me for it if you want to take it. So he gives him his like championship ring. He's like, here's collateral for it. So that I'll bring it back. Like that's, you know, and he immediately, immediately takes the ring, goes to another place to get money for it, to make a huge bet. Like, and you're just like, dude, what the f- are you doing like yeah like it's uh, it's hard to watch adam sandler's amazing but it is oh intense from start to finish like it's just unrelenting that's insane but it's good i highly recommend it that sounds stressful i don't know if i have a stressful one i'll have to come back to that i'm okay. not sure yeah. um all right we'll do lightning round for the ones that cut out super quick okay lightning round okay this is for both i think there's only like three or four of them uh best adventure movie in a desert go Pitch black. Oh, uh, uh, the mummy. Nice. That Travis, that was my answer for this next one, which is best sci-fi adventure film. I was going to say pitch black. Graham, what'd you have for this one? I said interstellar. That's a very good one. I yeah. said annihilation. Oh, I haven't seen that, but I heard that's good. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So I, I said the Martian for that one. I, I thought about that one. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Also, like total plane crash survival movie, basically. True. Very true. But Very on true. Mars. Um, least appetizing meal in an adventure film. I would say the bugs in the Lion King. Oh, see, I went with <laughs> I went with the bugs in um, Galaxy Quest when when uh, they sure. giving them the meals, and I think Alan Rickman's and Alan Rickman. like nasty yeah. bugs to eat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was gonna say the bugs in the Temple of Doom. Monkey brain. Oh, with the monkey. Yeah, and they like no the eyeball. Of- the eyeball soup. Oh, That's yeah. what got me as a kid, and. Cause you're like, oh, here we go. They got soup, and then there's eyeballs in it, and then I'm like, whoa, that's crazy. But I remember getting excited. I was like, Dad, if we go to like India, do we get like a monkey brain thing? And he was like, awesome. And he's like, no. no <laughs> that movie was made up mumbo jumbo. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, I've, I haven't said Indiana Jones for any of these movies. It's the the original Indiana Jones mean? trilogy is my favorite movies ever like hands down trilogy is yeah they're the best movies of all time the last crusade is one of like it's probably a top 10 movie last crusade is the greatest father's day movie one because they just hang out and oh so my dad and i have a thing that we do so (laughs) for those of the viewers that don't know my dad's a dentist and i work with them and sometimes we get patients that come in and they have like nine cavities and we're like well we have time to fix three of them you know which ones hurt the most and so We'll go through and the person will call back the next day, be like, oh, my mouth's killing me on this side. Like, we need to do this cavity. And we always look at each other and go, he chose poorly. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, all right. So speaking of Indiana Jones, is he good at his job as no, an expedition leader? Not at all. Very all right. reckless and disorganized. <laughs> Very disorganized. He gets everyone like almost killed. Like <laughs> we get sued. And he always like lucks out at the end because of like. I say he he's always going after the girl. He loses sight of like what he's going for, and he falls in yeah. love and gets caught in that big scheme. And that's why he's the best man. He's the dude's he's the dude, you know. Scared of snakes. Just being just drunkenly punching people, which is my favorite part. I mean, he's got great lines when he throws the guy out of uh, out of the blimp, and he goes, "No ticket, no you know? ticket." <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, was there anything else? I There's think that the, was lost at sea slash deserted island. See, yeah. I figured that was plane crash though, kind of. So nope. that's why I combined. All right, what do you got? Lost at sea, deserted island. I mean, the easy answer here is Castaway. So I went with Robinson Crusoe with Pierce Brosnan. Nice. nice. I went with uh, Lord of the Flies. Hmm. Good one, Travis. Were you in Miss McCoy's uh leadership class senior of year? Okay. Of we had to read Lord of the Flies, right? Yes. Really? Did you actually read the book? I don't remember. Okay. Because no one did. Absolutely. No one in our class read the book. Like yeah. everyone read the Spark Notes. I was in your class. So, yeah. So, no one read, everyone read the Spark Notes. We, made, we, we raised the money for that awesome LED sign and it's no longer there. I did. I know I saw that, but um, it was very sad. Um, but Lindsay was the only one who read that book. Hmm. That and surprise me. she got a C on the test and all of us got B's. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's awesome. So we win. Okay. So there was that one. Was that Adventure, it? Adventure sports doc. Oh yeah. I cut that. Cause I was like, there's Everyone too many good ones. There's some good ones there though. There's, there's some real good ones. All right, Brandon, go. So I went with two. I went with the Don wall, which is one. crazy. Awesome and movie. I don't know if you've seen this, but touching the void. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, what a crazy one. So those are my two. Yeah. So I didn't go with free solo because I figured everybody would go with free solo. Also great. I didn't know if it counted as a movie, but there was like a Red Bull documentary of the guy that they dropped from like low earth orbit. Oh, yeah, I count that. Why, what I went with was a documentary that you guys probably won't know called The Smashing Machine. And The Smashing Machine was a documentary before the UFC was like a big deal. And it was this guy who was like an early UFC heavyweight champion. His name was Mark the, the The Smashing Machine Kerr. And he was just juiced, massive human being. And he was like, he was the number one ranked fighter in the world, fought over in Japan and like, such a good documentary it's okay. like to this day incredible okay uh, i also had another one well go ahead chris i have a i mean there's a billion there's all the like ultra running ones that i like uh like the barkley marathons i love yeah that's a great one um there's uh icarus which is fantastic and oh, good yeah spo- like that, if that you- one, it just takes such a left turn like oh yeah don't like, even what? spoiler it but no, halfway yeah. through the movie it becomes like the born identity movie. basically yeah. and you're like it starts off as like a dude cycling and trying yeah. to see if he can compete if he cheats basically yeah. he's, he's just he's just interested in the blood doping whole thing with Lance. Yeah. and then halfway through you're like this yeah. it would not have been a good documentary it wouldn't it would have been like mildly interesting Dude, and that won the oscar that year yeah. it did. It oh for good reason it deserves yeah. so those two, uh free solo also won the oscar and yeah. it's great don wall i loved that one the uh, other one i wanted to put in but it, it's uh beyond the mat mm. i mean great but that's not like an adventure like he said uh it's true i guess it's not really because that's pro wrestling that's um true uh what's the other they, one they camp just... in trailers <laughs> do they camp brandon uh they camp? there was another one i just had in oh the rescue have you guys seen the rescue uh-uh dude no okay okay let me describe the rescue really quick uh yeah. it's by this the same people who made free solo okay um and it is mind-blowingly good it's about the uh this little kid uh soccer team in thailand they get stuck in this cave um oh it's about the cave rescue yes but it's crazy because basically the only people who can save these kids are these like um cave divers like these guys who like do it just for fun like that's their hobby is they go out and they do these cave dives and then it falls onto their shoulders because they try to send in like the Thai Navy SEALs and they just don't have this specific training for like diving. Well, I think one of the Navy SEALs ends up dying, right? Does, There's one that yeah. died and stuff and like that. And the way they get these kids out is horrifying and will bring tears. Like, dude, I cried so much. I, I remember, watched it at, like, like, I just remember keeping track because weren't they like, yo, we got like hours to get these kids out because there was a monsoon coming. Or uh, yeah. Like and they yeah. were in there for days and they, dude, oh oh this i i i'm gonna start tearing up they dive and when they first find the kids they have like a gopro he's basically like looking at them in the face like we will we are coming back for you and yeah because they gotta leave them every time it just gives you chills man and to see the hope on these kids faces and these guys it'd be like if your hobby 
you're the best in the world at your hobby. But because of that, now you have this insane responsibility to save human beings. That's what that movie's about. I just remember, wasn't it like Elon Musk like shows up and tries to help and they're like, dude, would you just off like we have this like you know no nah, it was basically like all these leaders from around the country like or the world were like coming up with solutions yeah and and there's a point where they're like i don't want to spoiler alert the whole movie but i will spoiler alert this there's a point at the end where they're about to enact their plan to like get these kids out of here which is i can't stress enough insanely stressful to watch even though you know they're going to be fine by the way you can watch it on disney plus right you know it's fantastic i highly recommend it but um they are about to enact their plan and someone comes up to them like hey just so you know if this plan doesn't work they might take you to prison here for killing these kids and you're like what and you're just it's and the guys are like we have to do this he's like no pressure good luck it's crazy man it is a fantastic adventure movie and you will cry like a billion times so okay bring the bring the kleenexes okay i remember when that all went down i was keeping track of it because they had like ideas like putting a pod down there and bringing the kids up dude it's coffin like thing like you heard this on the news but then to see and to hear interviews with the people who are there doing it and coming up with the plan is like this had like a one in like a thousand chance of working and it's crazy man it's um Uh, so i there is there's a documentary i watched on cave diving and i was just talking about like the dangers yes the most dangerous rope but it's like if that rope hits any silt knocks it down like you're blind underwater they were swimming past like bodies because like you can't really remove them and I looked up all the people in documentary to see what they're up to now. And they were all dead from cave diving. Like I was, it is uh, so dangerous. Like I was just like, what a horrible way to die too. Like, you know, yeah. like, <sighs> the movie is wow. very stressful, but okay. it's fantastic. I highly like, it's so good. Um, Okay. I think that's it. Lightning round over. Wait, no. Oh, is there one more? Best got across river scene. Yeah, but then I realized there's not a lot of good crossing the river scenes because I just had like two in mind. I had Apocalypse Now for mine. Oh, oh, sure. That's a good one. Great it was answer. a scene where they were like deep in the jungle and they're like playing the psychological warfare clown music, basically. And they're, oh. the guys are like sprinting after their boat. They're like, get me out of here, please. Take me with you. It's not a, it's not a river. It's more of a swamp, but I picked the uh, never-ending story when Atreyu dies in the swamp the horse or whatever like drowns in the swamp as they're trying to cross it oh i just thought of one and it's from dante's peak <laughs> and it's it's also have you ever seen this movie pierce brosnan yeah, yeah. so grandma jumps in the pit of that or in the yes lake in the lake and they maybe it's a lake not a river i don't know if that disqualifies it but this is another scene as a kid that horrified me they had to get across this lake but the boat is melting because of volcano yeah. and the grandma has to jump in and is uh, uh i remember the movie volcano uh where it's like a river of lava and the john carroll lynch is on the subway trying to like help people and is like he's holding someone he's like passed out and his shoes are like starting to melt as he's walking down the subway and he throws uh the body over like so the guys catch it so it doesn't hit like the lava and then he has to jump and there's too much and he lands in the lava and just starts like sinking in. Oh, lake. that counts as a river, river of lava. It is a river I didn't of specify. Lava, I didn't sure. specify. Um, 
Was there any other one? Sorry, I'm trying to look at yep. the list too. Character swap. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. How did I forget? Okay, so this one, uh <laughs> the premise is basically if you took Billy Crystal from the end of City Slickers, where he has Which a like, beard. What do you mean by that? Like it's been he's, a long time since that. He's good looking, he's got a beard, he's wearing okay. a cowboy hat now, not a Knicks hat. And you have to put him in the movie Cliffhanger. I mean, he would die instantly. <laughs> he's at the end of <laughs> he's at the end of City Slickers, though. He's been Yeah, but through... those talents don't translate. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's true, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. He would probably not be able to rock climb, is what you're saying. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, but Herding then let's is a bit different. Let's do the opposite. You take Sylvester Stallone from Cliffhanger, right? And now he's in City Slickers. Ooh. Just hanging out with Marv from yeah. Home Alone and Curly's oh, that's right. There. Yeah, yeah. What's yeah, what yeah. happens? Like, does he make it to the end or does he lose his patience and leave? I think Billy Chris, first of all, Billy Crystal is not climbing more than three feet off the ground. Yeah. He's bearded though. He has his beard and he's very good looking with a beard. He's like a 10 with a beard. But did you see the other City Slickers movies? Like <laughs> no, because those don't count. We've already covered this, Travis, oh, way man. back That's when we started the podcast. Like, there's no way he does anything. <laughs> okay. Here, I, I do want to hear the it. one. What was your summer camp movie? Heavyweights. Oh. I knew you were going to pick heavyweights. I knew you were going to pick heavyweights. I, I picked heavyweights it. too. One. Aaron also picked heavyweights when I showed him the list. Yeah. I did pick also Wet Hot American Summer. Great one. That's, That's a, a great one. How about one. Camp Nowhere? Yeah. With Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, all right. That's it. Nope. Nope. No. There's no more. <laughs> see, see why I was like, I'm going to. Okay. Lightning round. Go. Which adventure film would you most want to be in, least want to be in? most want to be in yeah i made these categories up and i didn't think of these answers do you have one for that yeah most national treasure oh great pick least life of pi yeah okay. life of pi would be rough you're on a boat with a tiger I'm like no thank you so for most i went with uh, star wars you know i think that'd just be a fun thing to live in and for least i went with deliverance oh yeah that's Pretty terrible that's, that's true i can't believe deliverance has been brought up for the first time deliverance <laughs> was was my second place on the crossing a river one. oh sure sure yeah yeah chris chris you like that um one? most city slickers come on now don't you want to do that travis me and you yeah i, I mean I, obviously, I absolutely want to do that that's He's like, I want to do it as long as I don't have to camp. <laughs> you do have to camp. That is the thing. Yep. You could be I the guy sleeping in the wagon, camp. though. You know that, that I would. That's a, a reason that I would camp. To do city slickers. I'll tell you this much, though, dude. If we did that calf goes into the river, that calf is dead because I am not going out. I'm saving it, man, and bringing it to <laughs> New York it. City, man. Do it. I'm raising it in Manhattan. Norman. Norman. By the way, R.I.P. Bruno Kirby, one of the greats. Oh, city true. slickers. That movie's so good, man. I mean, we've talked about it at ad nauseum, me and Travis, but because he thinks City Slickers 2 is Jack better, and that Blank movie's complete garbage. That movie. Jack Blank won an Oscar for that movie and did one arm push up. He deserved it. He deserved it. <laughs> um, so that's my most. Least. Uh, I don't know, least. 
I mean, Temple of Doom's rough. People are like getting their hearts ripped out and stuff. Like, I don't want that. I don't even want to. Like, I don't want to see that. You know. But then they do a mine car thing at the end, and that actually looks kind of fun. I forgot about that. Yeah, where the yeah, that's right. But then at the end, they're on a bridge, like a I just remember the woman is always like, and it doesn't annoy me, but it's very. She's always like, Indy, like the whole movie, like Steven Spielberg's wife. Was that really? Yeah, she married oh. him after that movie, I think. Funny. Are they still married or? I think so. Hold on, let's see. Still married, maybe? I think she's still married. Yeah, so it worked out. But yeah, she was super annoying in that movie. <laughs> All right, we've come to the point of the podcast. After hours and hours and an exhausting journey, exhausting quest, we are here to... Travis Steffen's ultimate adventure film, which if you remember from the sports movie podcast, we just pick our favorite adventure films. Yeah. But the category is Travis Steffen's ultimate adventure film because ultimately we just care about what he picks because he's the best. <laughs> <laughs> so that being said, Brandon Sweat, what is your Travis Steffen's ultimate adventure movie? Like, what do I think his ultimate adventure <laughs> movie is? This is the same conversation we had with the sports. No, you just pick your same. Yours. You, you pick was... yours. But we oh, call it the okay. Travis Steffens. Yeah, that's the category. Ultimate adventure movie. Uh, well, I just thought that Travis was doing something here, so I didn't pick shit. So <laughs> uh, you got you to gotta start. You gotta just All right, you go. Out. Yeah, you guys. All right, go I'll go. Well, Travis has to end it because it's the Travis. Yeah. Well, then you go, Chris. I got I got mine right now. Um, yeah, go. City Slickers was a contender, I have to admit, and I don't know what that says about me, but I'm thinking back, I'm like, what do I like? I like having, stepping outside my comfort zone, looking for my smile, you know, hanging out with my friends, having meaningful, deep conversations about life in the wild, you know? So it's, and I was like, did that, it hit me, I was like, did that just happen? Like, did City Slickers like, morph my life in a weird way into like what I want it to be. Um, but I'm not picking city slickers. Yep. Uh, then I thought master and commander is an amazing adventure movie. Great it's movie. one of the best movies. Like it is just insane. It was one that surprised me. I was like, it's I one that surprised me too. Yeah. And yeah. it didn't get a lot of hype. Um, but it's like, it's I can't remember the time period. But it's like uh, it's like around the, the Napoleonic War. So like yeah, oh, yeah. So eighteen hundred time that's period right. of the movie. I was like, oh, we were in high school. <laughs> Travis was in high school with Napoleon Bonaparte. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, but so that movie, they go on like they're on a ship, and I'm like, ships for me like just make my heart feel adventurous. Um, but I'm not going with that either. I am going with a movie that has like a fifty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. And I think Rotten Tomatoes has it wrong because it is a great movie. I just rewatched it and it is The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. And I'll <laughs> I do tell like you that why. Movie, man. It's a fucking feel good movie. It's like, a feel good movie, but here's why. I really love movies where like people are unhappy in their lives and then for whatever reason, they end up having to like step outside their comfort zone and then based off of that, they end up becoming like a new human being and they find purpose and meaning. Yeah. And that's what that movie's about. It starts off, he's like, he's 
in he's always in his head he's always imagining things there's yep. a couple of the imagination scenes that are a bit cheesy like there's one where they do like a, a benjamin button thing and i'm like uh, i could have went without this yeah but the idea is like the movie goes from being in his head like him imagining he's doing all these things to and real not life, having yeah. the guts to do them and then by the end he's like traveling to greenland he's looking for uh sean penn who's like a photographer and he's trying to find him he goes to iceland he goes to like the himalayas um there's one other like nitpick i have which is like he's way up in the himalayas and they're like photographing a snow leopard so at the like towards the end of the movie and then they just like yeah. look to the right and there's just kids playing soccer and they're like we should yep. join them and i'm like yep. what aren't you like way up in the himalayas yeah you're like oh what the yeah but <laughs> i will say like that movie like really like i don't know why like to me it just totally encompasses like what i think adventure can be for like everybody like it's like a thing normal people could go out and do um yeah. and it's just like this search of like meaning in your life so i love that movie i think it's fantastic directed so by actually, ben stiller i actually have mine i actually have mine now and you actually motivated me with the master and commander talk i fucking love ships and the open water but i absolutely love pirates love pirates so i went with pirates of the caribbean because it is so fun like it's multi-layered because you're like what is this going to be about and it just keeps like unraveling and unraveling have you seen that. the um black sails on stars i've not i should watch that i hear it's good very good have you guys seen captain ron <laughs> <laughs> yes there's a new show called <laughs> our flag means death yeah with uh, and, taika. It's on HBO and it's a comedy about pirates it's like know, taika with td like directs it and stuff like that it's supposed to be super good speaking of captain ron <laughs> always jade's hometown is this little mountain town called wrightwood california and kurt russell lives there have you paid your dues jack yes sir the check is in the mail whoa what like he was there just like getting gas or like oh, he lives there he has like a big ass oh, okay gotcha <laughs> apparently so you're like at a gas station you're like is that captain ron yeah. yeah anyways that's a great movie too but um probably not probably not up to the standards of travis stefan's ultimate adventure film but when brandon when you were like i like boats i was like i hope he says captain ron step brothers um <laughs> have a top five that i'll count us down. Oh, nice. all right oh i but like it I have finish it off. top five mentions. best movies i have two honorable mentions to preface the top five okay one that was surprised no one said but it's not necessarily in our generation romancing the stone deserves to be in in this conversation in some way danny devito's great in that had brandon not said it i would have probably ranked it a little higher but the never-ending story belongs on there and then my top, top three, my top five. Those are just honorable mentions. Oh, honorable gotcha. Mentions. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, number five, The Mask of Zorro with, with Antonio Banderas and Anthony Hopkins. I and never saw Pat it, but Data Jones. Oh, holds up, holds up super well. I mean, it's, so good. It, it's a good movie. It's super good. I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge okay. fan of The Mask of Zorro. Uh, number four. From my perspective anyway is ready player one stellar adventure movie all happens in never saw it. for the most you never saw ready player one 
Never did. Oh, really good. I mean, I've heard the book is way better than the movie. Uh, the Mask of Zorro has surprisingly better reviews than I thought it would. <laughs> it's really good. People are like, it says an 83% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's a like, really <laughs> good movie. Wow. Okay. All right. I remember it like vividly as a kid. But see, watch Ready Player One. It's worth it. It's it's yeah, good. I know I need to watch that one. Number three, Inception. Obviously, they don't camp, but they do kind of camp, camp in their mind on the plane <laughs> that they put him to sleep on. <laughs> I love that. I love that the qualification for some of these is just like they don't camp per se. Yes, <laughs> they kind of camp. But I would say um, like eighty percent of that movie seems outdoors to me. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Maybe. Um, <laughs> technically, none of it is outdoors because they're all technically asleep the they're entire time. Asleep. <laughs> no one's outdoors in that yep. movie. But uh, they're imagining being outdoors. <laughs> <laughs> Number two for me, Back to the Future. Right? Back to the Future. Not sure that they camp. I don't think they camp. <laughs> but to me, it counts as an adventure movie. What else are you going to call it? You know? So, and then number one to me, I'm not sure if they camp. <laughs> I don't think they camp. <laughs> but the number one adventure movie of all time for me is The Fifth Element. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Oh. I just thought of what I actually want to change my number one. It's a more recent movie called Captain Fantastic. I don't oh. know if you've seen it with Viggo Mortensen. I have seen it. And it's kind of like a reverse adventure because it's like they already live in the wilderness. They're already camping. They're already camping and they have to go into like society yep. to like, because like basically yep. what happens is the mom dies and they have to go into society to deal with like the funeral and like meeting and stuff. And it's like the kids just realize just basically how they are from living in nature this whole time. And it's, it's pretty amazing. So I just love the one scene where the one, like the oldest kid like meets this girl and he's like, thinks she's really cute. And he's just like, will you marry me like in all seriousness and she's just like haha you're cute and he's like what <laughs> like i'm asking you to marry me you know <laughs> so yeah travis fifth element yeah <laughs> i don't i mean if people were taking bets at the beginning of like what travis will pick it's, like nobody picked nobody it's the top of the top of chris tucker his best role in his career oh for, for sure. sure bruce willis to me better than die hard is like <laughs> in terms of his roles like that is i just love the scene he's like he's like he's like hey throw me throw me the gun throw me the gun the guy just like rolls the balls to him he's like thanks man and he's like, yeah, good job. like <laughs> gary oldman in that movie, he's great in that movie. Amazing performance in that movie. Amazing performance. The weird uh, ass head plate and all that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So uh, it's an adventure movie because they have to like go on a quest to find something. Sci-fi adventure. Sci-fi. Yeah. Sci-fi yeah. adventure. They're on a quest to save the universe from uh, the weird monsters and Gary Oldman. <laughs> yeah, looking ogre looking things. Yeah. And then uh, Lilu Dallas multipass. My neighbors dog's name is Lilu, and really? i told jade i was like hey if we have a daughter we need to name our daughter Lilu." and she said hell no <laughs> but it was, i said this is a topic of discussion for a later day <laughs> i will say we talked about watching it Lindsay and i and i was like this so is cool. too bizarre 
you're probably not going to enjoy it. Um, I don't even know how to wrap this thing up. The fifth element threw me off. I don't know. Chris, let me just say very (laughs) well done on your, on your, uh, thank you. They were amazing. Thank you. I would agree. Well, I appreciate, I appreciate you guys. I can't give you guys uh, a number one that makes any sense whatsoever. Because if you recall, like if we like, I I don't even remember what I put for the number one sports movie. I'll tell you, do you want to know what you put? Yeah. You you picked Invincible with Mark Wahlberg. What did I pick? You, you picked that? Miracle with me. Miracle. Okay, me you picked in my Miracle. head, I was like, I bet it was Miracle. I was like, yeah, okay, there you go. I always remember that you say that word wrong. Miracle? Miracle? Miracle. Miracle. You picked Miracle. 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 <laughs> I had to show... Maryland. Uh, Maryland. I had to, like, when we watched Ted Lasso, which, by the way, had that been a movie, it would have been my number one. Oh, sport. had that been out yet, we would have for sure talked about that for a while. Yeah. The first yeah. season. I watched uh, when we watched it. Yeah, we second watched... season's okay. First second season. season wasn't a sports movie. I liked the second season, but it wasn't like as much of like a sports movie as right. the first That's season. True. Was. I hated the Coach Beard episode. Of yeah, that was dumb. Uh, we got an explanation on why they do that though. When I called Jade Taylor, and she said, um, typically, like they'll do that every once in a while if they're trying to save money. They'll do like an episode centered around a minor character who has a lower salary requirement and then a bunch of random characters. So they don't have to pay people as much. They don't have but... to pay people like and basically anything. That's crazy. Oh, so they probably just had to get under budget. Yeah. Did um, you did were you able to watch the best documentary I've seen? In a long, like actually it was the best movie I've seen in a year, the last year. What was it? was it? called Crimes and Penalties on Netflix. Oh, we didn't watch it yet, but it's on the list. Oh, I've never heard of it. Okay, let's wrap up the episode real quick and I'll tell you about it. Um, yeah. Thank you guys for coming. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you wrap this up. And um, we're out. I appreciate both of you so much and I love you both and you're amazing. And I just, we should talk about movies all the time. Yeah. All righty. That wraps up this week's episode of the Like a Bigfoot podcast. If you made it this far, I truly want to thank you. Like, <laughs> I can't believe it. One. Uh, but thank you for listening. Hopefully that was mildly entertaining. And at the least, hopefully you got at least like one movie recommendation out of that whole thing. Uh I personally had an absolute blast though. And there are times where I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do a podcast solely for my entertainment uh, where I get to talk to these two goofballs about whatever we want to talk about. Also, Brandon owes me like $80 in the cuss word fee because, uh, you know, try to keep this thing PG-13 seeing as I'm a quote-unquote respectable teacher (laughs) um and that dude there was a lot of edits that had to be made around his foul mouth so brandon sweat come on now dude come on now um if you haven't seen it please check out the artwork for this episode it's brought to you by my eight-year-old uh and it is if you can guess like what movie it's referencing uh definitely definitely tell me right write me an email like bigfoot at gmail.com uh i'm sure we forgot a billion movies obviously raiders of the lost ark best adventure film i mean there's really no argument uh at the end of the day indiana jones 
is undefeatable at being an adventurer. Um, and yeah, so, so that's it. That's, that's, you guys listen this whole time for me just to say that. So, uh, so there you have it. But, uh, so that wraps up the episode. I'm putting this out on Thanksgiving week. Uh, if you're listening to it, the week it comes out, hope you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving. So grateful for all of you. Grateful for many things in my life. Um, this podcast being one of them, uh, silly, dumb, adventure movies where I can escape from reality for a while. Also another one. Um, and anybody out there just doing awesome things like keep inspiring the folks around you. Uh, that's, you know, and keep spreading that goodness and that's all we can do. That's what we're here for. So yeah, uh, we will get back at you next week. We have a really good one lined up.